this happiness actually have to lead us to somewhere. It has ah, to lead okay. us to Allah. Okay. Uh, so all this dunia, actually we put it in our hand. Ah, okay. And Allah, we put it in our heart. So these ah. things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us are actually means For to us. get to our goal. Ah, okay, Allah. Okay. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Tune Islam podcast by Muslim SG. A podcast for Singapore Muslim millennials on Islamic faith, love and happiness. Together we hope to inspire positivity and uplift our spiritual well-being. I am Ustaz Anik. And I'm Ustaz Shamim Sultana. And today we'll be talking about finding serenity. Mm. Uh, serenity as in happiness lah. Uh, yeah, so Allah. when we talk about happiness, you know, some of the things that we are going to discuss today are what makes us happy. And how does um, happiness correlate with purifying the heart? Mm-hmm. And also, we're going to share some practical ways lah to purify the heart also. Yes, inshallah. Yeah. All right. Maybe I can ask you, Stas, yeah. what actually makes us happy? Uh, I think happiness is uh, subjective lah, if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes me happy might not be the same for someone else, right? Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me personally, what makes me happy is when I feel that I am in control of my life. I know mm. where I'm headed. Uh, mm-hmm. I have my goals down mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to be in control of my life, that mm-hmm. makes me happy. Much mm. like very organized. <laughs> very organized. <laughs> yeah. I have to be lah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, so are about? you are an organized person, is this? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mashallah. Okay. Okay. So that makes you happy, says. It makes me happy because I feel that when you're in control in your life, right, you can anticipate what's going to go wrong and mm-hmm. what is uh, probably going on the right track. It makes me feel at ease. Lah. Mm. So, so that makes me feel really calm and, and very peaceful and also happy in that sense. Yeah. Oh, what about okay. you, Ustaz? MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Oh, Ustaz, maybe from what a woman's reason? perspective, eh, Ustaz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for us, eh, Ustaz, um, for me, lah, personally, yeah. um, happiness is actually a choice that mm. I have to make. Um I mean, you know, we can be moody and all that. When I wake up, ah, uh, I can choose to feel happy <laughs> yeah. or I can choose to just press the wrong button, you know. I just <laughs> don't want to be happy. So, um, to me, um, happiness is a choice that you make. It doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't uh-huh. matter where you are. But if you choose to be happy, that means you are telling your mind to focus on the things that you have. Uh, and that okay. is to me is happiness because it's about harnessing your emotion it's about telling yourself that you can be happy I mean for example when I'm young when my mom's not cooking and I'm happy with just rice and you know soya bean you know ketchup and egg you know yeah. oh, okay I'm happy with that <laughs> happy you know? yeah that, I don't yeah. have to go to any buffet all that okay. so you're just happy with what we have so really to me is happiness is a choice in Islam actually I, I believe that um Allah SWT actually taught us about happiness as in there are many words for happiness in Arabic right Ustaz yeah. like farah and all that mm-hmm. so I would like to focus on one word and that is sa'ada. sa'ada yeah the word sa'ada actually means and you know the the different usage of the word happiness actually tells us different meaning and the word mm. sa'ada actually means that the happiness is an eternal one Ah, so ah. there's a different varying degrees of 
happiness yes, when we talk about it. Yes, very so. true. So yeah. Sa'ada, I think as Muslims, we should seek Sa'ada. So something might be very difficult for us, but there's Sa'ada in this. That means we stretch our mind to think that it will bring happiness for us in the hereafter. Ah, okay. uh, so someone might be sick, but he might be happy in his sickness. Why? Ah, Because okay. that brings him. He knows that if he has sober, if he has patience, you know, in enduring what he have, then that will, you know, maybe grant him jannah. Yeah, that's going and, to get yeah, him rewarded. And jannah is actually the eternal happiness. The end goal to the whatever end goal. you want. To, yeah. yeah. So I guess um, it's a choice that we make whether we want to be happy or not. All of us, we can have be, we can have the all the riches in the world. And yet we are unhappy, right? Yeah. And or we can be extremely poor. We only have like a few hundred bucks, you know, um, but uh, a month. Yeah, but we are happy us. with what we have. It's a matter of perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, and how you have to have a very positive mindset with regards to uh, your outlook in life in general. Talking about that, as as um, with regards to worldly happiness, when we mm-hmm. talk about happiness itself, is it actually in Islam? Is it actually wrong for us to have? Um, you know those kind of things. Uh, different people have different drives to what actually makes mm. them happy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are happy when they get to spend time with their loved ones, mm-hmm. and some are happy due to having you know uh, materialistic things. You mm-hmm. know, like for me, I got new iPhone mm-hmm. 13. You know, and mm-hmm. that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Is it something that is considered wrong in Islam? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Saza? Is it okay for us to have this kind of worldly happiness? Okay. Ah. Uh, I don't think it's wrong for us. It's uh, something that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given to all of us, and I'll be lying, you know. If you give me iPhone 13, I say I'm not happy. I'm sad. <laughs> I'll be lying, you know. Really, like yeah. it's not true. And if I spend time with my kids, I'll be happy. When yeah. I marry my husband, I'm happy. Yeah. So um, all these things give us happiness. Yes. Okay. But um, this is where we actually put our priorities. Like um, for me, this happiness actually have to lead us to somewhere. It has ah, to lead okay. us to Allah. Okay. Uh, so all. This dunia, actually, we put it in our hand, uh, okay. and Allah, we put it in our heart. So these uh, things that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us are actually means to us. get our goal, uh, okay, Allah. Okay. So what most of us actually mixed up is we use Allah as a mean to get to our dunia goals. So our happiness actually give us eternal happiness. Uh, so for okay. example, I get married, uh-huh, okay, yeah. I'm happy marrying, okay, yeah. but I have to make sure that the direction is. Towards Allah. Towards yeah. Yeah, it's guided. It's towards Allah. Then I can be really happy, because it's it's saada. You know, I'm I'm not just um you know chasing happiness in the world, mm-hmm. but I'm also chasing happiness in the hereafter. Yeah, because mm. I feel that when you say that um with all the reason why we get married is mm. of course we want to spend eternal life in paradise with our partners, right? Yeah. So that's what we want to work towards, lah. I, I mean, inshallah. Yeah, I mean. Tune Islam is brought to you by Muslim SG, a one-stop online media platform that aims to inspire and empower Singapore Muslims with bespoke Islamic religious content. Follow us on social media. Okay, Saza. Just now you mentioned that with regards to um, us being, uh, with regards to worldly happiness, it's okay to actually have, mm-hmm. as long as we don't transgress the boundaries, lah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Because. Um, If we have really strong attachments to our worldly happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, when we're very attached to um, these kinds of attachments, what it will lead to is probably um, we would probably have a diseased heart, mm. or I would say a very um, heart that is void of desire to work towards uh, jannah or mm-hmm. paradise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I would liken it to something that is, for example, uh, a person. 
who beautified a house the best he can, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's this house and he beautified the best way he can. He decorated it with a lot of stuff and he did the best of renovations, the most expensive renovations, mm-hmm. but it is not his, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and he found it painful to leave when it was time. How could he go back to his real home mm-hmm. here after in this case, okay? Mm-hmm when he had spent little or no time taking care of it. So I would I would look at a person being very attached to something that is, uh, the house that he decorated is, uh, I would say, the dunya. Mm-hmm. And when he went back to his house, that is considered the hereafter. Mm-hmm. So he beautified the house in, in dunya, but he forgot about uh, beautifying his own house, which is in this case the hereafter. Mm. And that um, we wouldn't want to happen to our ourselves lah. Mm, yeah, in that true, sense. Yeah, true, so true. I think there's the visual representation of how it it would look like. Mm. You know, if someone is ve- is too attached to the dunya, mm-hmm. but he forgot to adorn his house for, in this case, the hereafter. Mm. Yeah. Wow, so. mashallah, that's very deep, Ustaz. Mashallah. <laughs> okay, that's very true, Ustaz. Um, to me, um, happiness uh, is. Like what I told you, it's not um, what um, it's happening to me. Where am I? Mm. I mean, um, more than ten years ago, ten years ago, I got I got a house. I didn't renovate it, but I was happy in my house. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, five years ago, I still did not renovate it, but I was still happy in my house. Uh-huh. Now I just renovated it. I'm still happy in my house. Okay. So I guess um, that happier. Happier lah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yes, I'm happier. But when I look back at where I started, yeah. I actually became very uh, grateful to God. Mm. And I think what. What um, you know? I actually questioned myself. Why was I happy ten years ago? My house didn't look like this nice, but mm. why was I happy ten years ago? I realized what I was telling myself or what I was um, educating myself was the this one word kona'a. You know, mm. like like this uh, word contentment. where contentment. Yeah. I'm just telling myself to be content with whatever that is in front of me, yeah. whatever that Allah has given me, to make the best of whatever that Allah has given me, and that really gave me a sense of kana'a, a sense of contentment that I'm happy being who I am. Yeah. I don't, you know, human beings, we feel like I can only be happy if I achieve this. Yeah. Yeah, I can only be happy if I'm married. Yeah, if I get married, <laughs> if I pass my yeah, exams. If I pass my exam. Yeah, if I get a good career. Yeah, if I get children. Yeah. You know, if I have, um, you know, why wait for that? Why do you put all these milestones? It Yes, these are things that make you happy. Yeah. But why not be happy now? Yeah. You know, I, I, there was someone who told me, you know, we can only be happy when our CPF money come out, you know, <laughs> later there we enjoy. Why do you wait for yourself to be so old to be happy? Yeah. Why don't enjoy be now? Be happy now. Yeah, you know, be happy now. now. Why waste your life not being happy yeah. when you can make the choice of being happy now? Yeah. What you need to do is not change what's around you. You just have to change what's inside you. Yeah. Focus on happiness. Yeah. And this is so, so important. You know, our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he lost his son, he was, you know, very sad, very, extremely yeah, sad. Yeah. yeah, he was depressed. Then after that, you know what happened? A surah came down. Yeah. And then he smiled, yeah. right? You know that surah? Yeah, yeah. Surah Al-Kawthar. Mm. Yeah, surah Al-Kawthar. What did Allah tell uh, Tell him, Inna a'ataina kal kawthar. We have given you al kawthar. What is al kawthar? Al kawthar well. is the well in Jannah that that he can actually give drinks to his his, his followers. Umar, his yeah, followers. So. Now this is a lesson that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is taught. Is teaching the, the Prophet Sallallahu mm-hmm. Alaihi Wasallam. He also is teaching us yeah. that 
when we are in certain situation, there's a loss there. He lost his son. Yeah. But yet you still can be happy. Why? Because there is an eternal happiness, like Saada, like what I said. Something so bigger. So when you focus on something bigger, yeah. you know, when you you stretch your mind to a, a bigger happiness, yeah. you know that you know it doesn't matter to just lose all these things. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sometimes He tests us by taking away this happiness from us. Yeah. Our handphone thirty now start. Now usbilalah ustaz, but if it fall down in somewhere, oh no. We are sad, you know. Nobody say Alhamdulillah, right? <laughs> But after a while, we tell ourselves, after all, is dunya. Yeah. After all, is world. Yeah. You know, it's okay. It's I, hard, but you know, yeah, we can get over yeah, it. Manageable yeah, manageable and yeah. all that. So I think this happiness that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala asks us to strive mm-hmm. is telling us that the happiness in dunya that you have, it's okay, but yeah. it's temporary. Yeah. You're not gonna be happy if iPhone 13 for long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you're gonna have you know a, a new model is gonna come out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> but if you're happy with the eternal happiness, Saada, Allah mm. will never go anywhere. Allah definitely. will be there. Jannah will always be there. Yeah. So why not? You know, 20 years ago, four 400 years yeah. ago, 500 years ago. People were striving the same happiness. Strive yeah. for that same happiness. The happiness that is constant, yes. that is always there. Yes, yeah. very true. Uh, all of us actually have this innate desire to be the best mm-hmm. or among the best, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 is a reminder for for myself that the best uh, in the sight of Allah are the ones who actually take care of their hearts mm-hmm. and iman mm-hmm. and draw nearer to Allah in sincere worship. Mm-hmm. So I think when we talk about all this, we want to. Towards an end goal, etc. Mm-hmm. It's also important that we focus on on taking care of our hearts. Mm. And in taking care of our heart, what I mean is uh, is to purify the heart itself and the importance yes. of purifying the heart. Yes, that's true. Because the one who is seeking Allah's love and reward must try foremost to actually reform and purify their hearts, and they will be among the people whom Allah loves the most. Very true, And when yeah. the self is actually granted taskiyah. And taskia mm-hmm. is some is is the the act of purifying mm-hmm. the heart itself. Mm-hmm. Automatically, it will cease to follow its desire and mm-hmm. be dominated by worldly concerns. Again, we're not saying that it is wrong for us to be too involved in worldly happiness. It is not wrong. It is okay as long as we don't transgress the brown the boundaries itself. Mm-hmm. And and a purified soul is actually the happiest with Allah and His guidance. Mm-hmm. It'd be very easy for us, easier for us. To to follow his uh, in his commandments lah. Mm. When we have a purified soul and also a purified heart, and that mm. is why it's very important for us to continuously strive to purify the heart itself. Mm. Uh, I think that is eternal happiness lah. In 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 a sense. Wow, Ustaz, yeah. I like that, Ustaz. I really like the, <laughs> the fact that you say that it's okay to strive for dunya. Yeah. It's not like okay, I do not want to strive for dunya. No handphone for me. Put away everything. You know. <laughs> we need social media. <laughs> we need social media to do our. We need to do everything. Yeah. But I think that as long as we are on the right path, mm. it's okay to be rich. It's okay Definitely. to own a car. It's okay to do. You know, have all the materialistic yeah. world. But you know, as long as your heart is 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 really constantly uh, on the right path, yeah. and you pray, keep purifying your heart. I think we are on the right path, yeah. inshallah. Tune Islam is brought to you by Muslim SG, a one-stop online media platform that aims to inspire and empower Singapore Muslims with bespoke Islamic religious content. Follow us on social media. Alright, so since we've talked about the importance of 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 purifying the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's also important that we get into the how. The question that we have is that usually comes to mind is how do we know that. Our heart is in a state where it has to be purified. Ah. What is the telltale signs, or what are the the indications or implicators that 
you know, okay, this heart needs to be purified. Ah, mashaAllah. Yeah. Okay, first and foremost, I think um, we don't judge others when they use heart need to be purified. We have, you can reflect on our heart. Yeah. And I think a very strong sign uh, to me personally is the feeling of uneasiness. Mm. Because whenever it's um, our innate nature, our fitra is always to do good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whenever we do something wrong, it makes us feel guilty. That's Definitely, a sign. Yeah. yeah, that's a sign that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala actually loves us and wants us to change. Yeah. So whenever we feel uneasy, for example, we scold someone, um, we we shout at somebody, oh. we shout at our parents, for example. <gasps> Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Or, or we know we do something wrong. Immediately, there will be this kind of feeling in our heart yeah. that oh, the guilt man, sinks yeah, in. The uh. guilt. I don't feel good doing yeah. this. You know. So when when you do that, it, it can be something which you can have an excuse for. Oh, I don't talk to her because she has done something wrong to me. So I don't want yeah. to forgive her. Uh-huh. But it it affects our heart. Yeah, it affects because it disturbs us because we know that we are doing something wrong. Yeah, it's but it's, bothering it's us. yeah, it's bothering us. But they are the one actually doing something wrong. So because in Islam we are always asked to forgive people. Definitely correct. Yeah. So that is a to me a strong sign that we need to stop and reflect. Okay, because every time we do something wrong, okay, mm. the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam narrated. I know uh, in in the hadith narrated by Abu Hurairah yeah. saying that when a servant commits a sin. A black mark appears upon his heart. Yeah. So every time you do a sin, there's one mark. There's one dot there. <laughs> yeah, there's one dot there. <laughs> yeah. If he abandon that sin, seek forgiveness and make tawbah and all that, mm-hmm. the heart will be polished, just us. Ah, automatic. Ah, yeah. automatic. It's like the iPad. You know, you take the eraser, thump. You know, it's erased. <laughs> But if he returns to the sin, yeah. the blackness will be increased. So the dots will increase. Also, you know? so second time. The dot, the dot will increase. Double, so you can okay. you imagine a piece of paper and yeah. you just write one dot, you yeah. take a marker, then you write so many dots, you just do, do and over again, over yeah. and over again. So it is the covering. Okay, so the 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 blackness will increase until it overcomes his heart. Oh so God. it is the covering that Allah has mentioned. That means it's covered the heart. It becomes like the heart that you say. It the becomes cold heart. the cold heart. heart. This is that, yeah. that, that, that sometimes you do that sin too many times, it just doesn't matter anymore. It becomes numb to us. Already. Yeah, it becomes numb so to us. Something normalized, something that is normalized. Huh? Yeah, so yeah. I think that Uh, back to your question Ustaz a very um, good sign is for us to feel uneasy and know that something has to be rectified ah, in our okay. heart mm-hmm. wow I think that's a very good indicator eh? mm. you, once you feel uneasy or if you feel that the guilt sinks in mm-hmm. we know that we have to do something about it yeah, yeah. yeah that's true and, and uh, on the topic of doing something about it mm-hmm. maybe you can share with us some of the I guess practical ways that we can actually purify our hearts ah, so, okay. yeah. what are the ways that you know to be foolproof Or, or maybe can really help people that is not too hard mm-hmm. and and something that we can really practice in our daily lives. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I just have two things. Number one is like what I said. Um, we the the sins that we have done it has the black spots right yeah, at, yeah. At, at the black dots at our heart. So number one we need to do is reflect on ourselves and uh, ask ourselves, okay. have I been sinning? Is there one thing that I have been doing wrong. I don't treat my parents well. Mm, yeah. Or I've been sinning as in I've been doing something in private. No one knows. Uh-huh. But I've been maybe for example watching pornography yeah. or you know doing something but that's a sin, right? Yeah. So it hardens your heart. So ask yourself, reflect yourself, what is it that I need to stop? Because the moment you don't stop, mm-hmm. that when that heart is not is filled it's with the black, black dots, yeah. yeah, you won't have happiness. 
because you just be uneasy for life. Uh-huh. So it it goes back to you. You're right. It goes back to you. So ask yourself this. Focus on it and try yourself. You know to change that thing. Do istighfar. Okay. Internalize it and and feel that as you make istighfar, your heart is that your when you make istighfar when you cry out to Allah, you yeah. wake up in the middle of the night, your yeah. heart will be softened. All right. And the second thing that you can do is actually, I always love doing this. You know, to soften your heart uh-huh. is to always do something in secret. Okay, that no one knows. Oh, okay. okay, you can do. For example, the the easiest thing is to do charity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To do charity, yeah. you don't tell everyone. Don't post in social media. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's just you and God, uh-huh. and just do it for Allah. And that Insha that Allah. you know when you do it in secret, it just protect your heart because you are not doing it for others. Because we are humans, mm-hmm. we are vulnerable. So just do it in secret with Allah, and just keep it as a secret, so that Insha Allah one day who knows before you know when when we're in the hereafter, you can tell Allah, Ya Allah, I've been doing this for you, Ya Allah, and yeah. you know no one knows except for you and me, Ya Allah. So <laughs> grant me Jannah. That's great, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how about you, Stas? Do you have any ways that you can tell us how do we purify our heart? I think the easiest way is to actually pray for purification. Mm, MashaAllah. So there's, there's a specific dua because du- a dua is actually the best form of worship. Very true. Yeah. The dua that I would like to share goes like this. Allahumma barrit qalbi bithalji wal baradi wal ma'il barit. Allahumma naqi minal khataya kama naqayta thawb Mm-hmm. It means, O oh Allah, cool my heart with snow, hail, and cold water. Mm-hmm. O oh Allah, cleanse my heart of sins as you cleanse the white garment of death. MashaAllah. And this dua is a very beautiful dua. It is actually uh, read also um, during the Janaza prayers. Ah, yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. This is a very popular dua also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that is one of the ways, a very easy way, always do dua for, for yourself and also for your loved ones. And mm. the second one that I would say is more of a physical thing is more of getting closer to virtuous people and places. MashaAllah. Uh, so you have to spend time around people who make you feel closer to Allah. Allah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the mosque. You know, mm. you don't have to meet people in the mosque. You mm-hmm. don't have to spend time in the mosque. Mm-hmm. It can be someone, a group of people who actually feel makes you feel like you want to do good for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Yeah, it can be as simple as as that. Yeah. Allahu Akbar, yeah. that's so deep, mashallah. <laughs> I, I, I was, I'm reminded by you know our scholars. They yeah. actually um dug a to a, a grave for themselves, and you oh. know whenever they feel that they uh, their heart cannot forgive people or there's uh, something yeah. wrong, uh, they actually go inside the grave and pretend that they are dead, dead. Yeah. until it soften their heart, then they will come out. Oh, wow, mashallah. <laughs> next level, lah. <laughs> wow, next level, lah. Yeah. So, but we don't have to go to the grave, <laughs> but at least we can imagine ourselves what how will we answer Allah with this state of heart? Because at the end of the day, ustaz, inna Allah la yanzuru ila ajasadikum, wala ila you know suwarikum. Allah is not going to see how we look. Allah is not going to see our figures, whether we are beautiful or not. Walakin yanzuru ila kulubikum. Allah is going to see the state of our heart. Inshallah. All right, ustaz. I think we've come to the end of our podcast yep. okay alhamdulillah um i think for all the listeners out there all right mm-hmm. remember to be happy and one of the ways to be happy is actually to purify your heart and yes. one of the way to purify your heart is ala bidhikrillahi tatma'innul qulub is to remember allah to read the quran to all these you know have allah in your mind and your yeah. thoughts and inshallah when your heart is at peace you will be happy inshallah thank you zaza shami and thank you all for for listening And I hope you guys have benefited from this uh, discussion, inshallah. If you like this episode, follow and share Tune Islam. Wabillahi taufiq wa hidayah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.